episode 114 we are your gaming and geek culture podcast as always my name is ryan and i'm joined by andy hey no biff tonight he is out uh not feeling so well um so hopefully he's got a speedy recoveries with this next episode um but if you enjoy our content as always head over to geekade.com check out all the other great geeky related content over there whether it's uh, video games, comics, movies, TV, music, and more. You can find it all over at geekade.com. What's your geek? So we survived Thanksgiving. Nobody had a heart attack. At least not that we're aware of. How was your turkey? And, uh, how was it? Yeah. It was turkey. It was pretty good. How about okay. you? Um. It's, it's not Doc's turkey, so it's it's, oh, it's an F, true. I could say. <laughs> as long as it's not like uh, Christmas vacation turkey where it just explodes as soon as you cut the skin, I think it's okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It, coming that close to Doc's against Thanksgiving is hard to really like appreciate turkey, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Damn you, Doc's. You ruined it for all of us. We'll just cater them next year. Oh, okay. I wish if we can get them to open in our area. That'd be great. We got three locations. Why not expand? Right. So speaking of Thanksgiving, did you, did you partake in any of the video gaming deals or things that were out there? Uh, just a few, I would say. Um, there wasn't really any amazing deals, obviously like consoles, they yeah, good gonna, luck. Yeah, they were going to sell through consoles anyway, so they're like, we're not going to mark these cheaper. Right. Um, so there was nothing on that front, really, but uh, there were some games like... Uh, I did pick up Riders Republic for 25 which seemed like yeah, a crazy deal, considering it just came out. But, but also strangely appropriate, given it's Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, right. So have you played some of that yet? I, I haven't. I just got it today, so I haven't booted okay. it up yet. But For uh, the Series X? Yep. Okay, nice. I heard yep. the load times are incredible. Really? Okay. Yeah. Or yep. like non-existent, I guess, should be the way to put it. Sure. Um, And I think the other one was like Guardians of the Galaxy for 25 hmm. or 30 or something. Which I almost grabbed that one too, yeah. And then I had like the same thought, like we talked about before the show where I'm like, by the time I get around to playing this, it'll probably already be on game pass. Yeah. So I'm just going to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, that one does interest me. Um, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't go nuts either. I, I, you know, I was surprised at how many $20 games there were for like the PS five and the Xbox series. Um, I thought that was pretty good. Um, but I just kind of browsed and nothing major. I think I got, Cruising Blast was twenty five at Best Buy, um, and then I also picked up because it was twenty dollars instead of twenty five dollars. If you didn't buy it on the Switch, I got that Monkey Ball <clears throat> Deluxe or whatever oh, yeah. collection that was. I got it for the PS four. It was twenty bucks. Um, then I also picked up just because they still had like the collector's edition or whatever, a launch edition, um, that Sonic Colors. Uh, that was 20 bucks on switch. And then because I've meant to play it and haven't yet, and this is the better version, I got Catherine on 
Switch, whatever like ultimate pervy de- deluxe edition <laughs> that is. So yeah, you get an extra <clears throat> girl in that one. Right. Yeah. I can have three Catherines and that's been, <clears throat> I picked up that game so long ago for the 360 and was always like super jazz. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I heard it's great. And then I just never play it. And I'm like, well, at this point I might as well just get the newest version. I can play it in bed. Sure. I guess, but I don't know. So yeah, nothing really exciting. I think of those cruise and blast is probably the one I'm most intrigued to like try because I've heard that does a good job of like capturing why we loved cruising. Okay. Um, I think that like, I think the idea to bring out a cruising game in like 2021 is interesting because like, unless you're 40, you have no idea why that's cool. <laughs> but there, it's, it's just like a port of the arcade one, right? No, it's, it's like a straight up like new entry. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Cause I thought the arcade one is called, that's also blast, right? Maybe not. Maybe well, it's, I don't know. I think it's new though. Okay. Maybe, maybe you're right. Oh, so maybe like the new arcade version, you might be right. Yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a newer right. uh, cruising ball cruising game out in arcades. Yeah. And that You're one's in like Dave and Buster's, right? Yeah. I, I played it once. It's, it's pretty fun. So if it's anything like that, I would be all in about <clears> it. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that you might be right. That might be a port, but yeah, I don't know. I figured live, uh, relive some memories. So yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think I grabbed a few like pre-owned, uh, Nintendo first party stuff on buy two, get one free. And that's just some stragglers that I haven't picked up yet, but nothing exciting. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know when I'll get to play Skyward Sword or Mario Deluxe, you know, like it's just good to have, but I don't know. Right. I was looking at, uh, Best Buy's website today because they're still running like their Cyber Monday week deals or whatever. Like their big thing is like, oh, buy two, get one free on the the, the selection of like Switch games, right? Like first party games. <clears throat> so I go look at that to see what the list is. And like you make your own bundle, but then it's got an option for like recommended bundles. And I shit you not, the first two bundles were just buy Mario Odyssey buy another copy of Mario Odyssey, get Mario Odyssey for free. Mike, so I'm buying three of the same. That's like your recommended bundle. And then the one below that is get Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Buy another Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Get Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for free. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? So I go in like that must have been what people were buying. I suppose they're flipping them. Yeah. Um. So then I go into like the make my own bundle thing after that stupidity. And it was just like it was a good selection of games, but it was. I don't know, Donkey, they had every game at 60 bucks, even Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, which has been around forever. Uh, Xenoblade at 60 bucks, which had been on sale for 40 pretty readily mm-hmm. over the last six months, if not less. I think you and I got it for what? Was it the or five or 10? <laughs> yeah. yeah, super cheap. Um, and then, yeah, it was just, it was every game that was great that you'd already have for. I, I figured it out and like my, op, my, my only option to buy a game that I didn't already have would have been buy Mario tennis for 60 bucks, which is way too much. Uh, Mario party all stars and then donkey Kong tropical freeze, which I already have on the Wii U. So it was like, no, yeah, I'm good. Like that's, I'm not spending 120 bucks for that shit. Yep. So yeah, each of those games are $40 max anyway. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I guess good if you're new to the switch, but 
There's probably not too many of those at this point. Yeah. Uh, I still have to track one down for Christmas yet, so that'll be fun, but... Did you not snag the uh, Pokemon Edition one yet? No. I haven't seen it come in stock at the right times, but... Oh, man, I should have... I didn't realize you were still looking for one. They had one in the Best Buy in Fargo. I could have grabbed it for you. Oh. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I haven't been to any bigger areas that would even have stuff like that. I have, like, one local Walmart, so... That's true. No GameStop anymore? No. Your target's long dead, so... Yeah. 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 Do they just not have them in stock in general or just that model? Uh, last time I checked, they had a purple one. Okay. I think. Purplish blue or whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. Barney. Yeah. I'm looking for a regular color maybe, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you build a, I mean, you can't get one locally. I'm sure between Fargo and Alex, you can do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Black Friday weekend. I'm guessing a lot of people also went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Uh, which I did. Did you? Did you watch this? Oh, I haven't got there yet. Okay. I'm going to start off by saying the fact that this has like a 45% on Rotten Tomato review scores and the abomination that came out in 2016 has like 86% from reviewers. What is complete bullshit. Oh man. Okay. Uh, Definitely go by the (laughs) viewers or user rating, which is like in the nineties on most platforms uh, because this is a good movie. It's, it's geared towards a younger crowd, which I guess I'd argue that Ghostbusters was always marketed towards the younger crowd, but was definitely not a younger kids movie. Um, In fact, you could even say that overall Ghostbusters one and two aren't even really comedies. There's funny instances. Um, So what, what Ghostbusters afterlife does is it really like kind of encapsulates like what made the Goonies good for children, even though that was also kind of a scary movie. Um, and then also brings in the Ghostbusters elements. And then it basically just reintroduces. And then mostly cops like the last third of the ending of the movie. Uh, but that's OK. It's still good. Um, I really liked it. It was it's very long. Um, they spend more than half of the movie just kind of getting the plot up to speed and like the characters figuring out what the Ghostbusters. So it's set in modern day, but like for some reason, like nobody really cares about what happened in New York in the eighties with the ghostbusters. <laughs> so that like the kids kind of like rediscover, cause like it's in the same universe. Like it definitely happened and like yep. rediscovering the lore. Um, so that's sort of weird. Um, but also whatever. Um, it's, it's good. My kids really enjoyed it. A lot, a lot. The humor is upfront. Um, a lot of good stuff. Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd in it. Um, there's some, top-notch egregious product placement and brand placement <laughs> uh which is you know i'm one of those guys that appreciates that but like holy do they really slap you over the face with it there's like a whole 10 minute sequence just in walmart alone um hashtag baskin robbins uh so if you can look past that you're gonna have a good time i think i don't know i i can't say i didn't enjoy what i watched you know it 
it plays it pretty safe. Uh, it definitely leans into the kid vibe more and it doesn't really do anything new um, or crazy, but it's a good watch. It's like, it's the perfect big screen, like welcome back to theaters movie. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, my biggest complaint with it is just the fact that, you know, Murray notoriously would not sign on to the next entry in the series. Um, and this one, the screenplay obviously has been adapted, but it's still written or at least the credits were given to Dan and Harold. Um, so it really sucks that he came back now only after Harold had died um, when they've been trying to do this for like 20 years. If um, he just so wasn't that, a dick about it, we could have had a third one. Yeah. Right. So it's like, Oh, you, you came back to pay homage to your friend who's dead, but like, Maybe just you shouldn't have been such an asshole because mm-hmm. that's how I felt about it. But, you know, no spoilers. I think everybody knows like the original cast is back in this one, um, including a very animated. Well, and partially not animated, but I assume, well, had to be body double because he was already dead of Harold uh, and his character in the movie. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd say go watch this, especially especially if you put up with 2016's Ghostbusters or tried to watch that, this is so much better. Just ignore the internet. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm totally interested in seeing it. Um, but I don't know if my kids are quite to the age of that. Yeah. So not all of your kids, but I think you're too oldest for sure. Yeah. Cause it is very not outside of a couple brief scenes. It is very not, violent or like jump scary it's it's very much more like on a i'd say i don't know goonies is like what pg-13 realistically i don't know if it got a pg or pg-13 rating but right this is even like tamer than the goonies i think okay. so yeah there's no death well that's not true there's almost there's no bloody gore and death but <laughs> yeah so does is would you describe the vibe more as a Ghostbusters movie or a uh, like Stranger Things kid? So style? I would. Yeah, that's a good question. I would perfectly describe it as if Goonies had watched Stranger Things and met Ghostbusters is, okay. is exactly how this comes off. Sure. Which is funny. I was watching that. You ever watch like the pitch meeting guy on um, YouTube where it's like the pitch meeting for like movies? Oh, I don't think so. So, so I was watching that after they're, they're great. So I was watching that after uh, we watched the movie and he's like, all right. He's like, I love this. He's like, okay, but first add that kid from stranger things. You're like, oh, well we don't really have much for him to do. He's like, no, if it's tied into the eighties at all, we need the kid from stranger things. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Cause yeah, that, that kid from the stranger things really didn't need to be a character in this movie at all, but really? it, wow. it's fine. Huh. Yeah. It's yeah. It's really good. I mean, I would say it's like, it's a perfect theater movie. Um, that said, I don't know. You have to go spend a hundred bucks, you know, with your family to watch this in the theater. You could probably just wait for it to come to streaming or wait till it hits Blu-ray. But sure. Um, if you're into that vibe of movie, especially like eighties movies in general, like it hits that note real yeah. good. So yeah, yeah well, I, I really liked it a lot. Well, and that's the thing with the Sony pictures, they hardly ever get to a streaming surface, you know? Yeah. So you almost have to either rent them on a disc or digitally or actually go to the theater. So if you're yeah. going to do that, you might as well go to the theater. Yeah. We, uh, so we were looking like on that weekend, it was like Saturday cause we, we didn't, we didn't have like solid plans for the extended weekend. And 
I was like, well, it's playing on the ultra screen tonight. I guess we could just get it out of the way because I knew I wanted to watch it. And I was like, then it frees up all of Sunday. So I'm like, all right, well, let's just book it. Let, let's go. And I looked and it was like $18 a ticket to go to that on like Saturday <laughs> night. And I was like, fuck, no, we're not watching Ghostbusters. <laughs> My kids were kind of pissed. I was like, no, we're going in the morning. It's like literally half the price. Wow. And then they still yeah. dicked us on like popcorn and stuff. It was like, I think I spent $40 on tickets with tax and I spent 60 on food. Which is nuts because it was just four wow. drinks and two popcorns. Wow. Yeah, four drinks, two popcorns. Ah, taking it up. Well, my little my son, after we'd already bought him like the icy, decides he needs like one of those like giant like bottles like life water. I'm like that probably was like ten dollars right there, <laughs> and he didn't drink. He didn't open it in the theater at all. He drank it afterwards. <laughs> I was so pissed. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, but then I don't know. Uh, as much as fun as I had going to that movie, it reminded me why I hate theaters. Like, so we get there and like, it was pretty booked, but we got decent seats and like, I'm sitting next to like the stranger in the middle of the row. And this lady is just like one of those people that's just like at everything laughs. It's like the dumbest thing happens. She's like, "Ah!" (laughs) and it was that like, just like the awkward, like stupid laugh the whole time. I'm like fuck you like can i just and nobody else is laughing just her and uh yeah it reminded me like this is my nightmare yeah that's why i don't go to theaters that's rough yeah oh <laughs> i'm kind of uh, so you know the new matrix movie comes out later this month i think yeah i've been watching that trailer and trying to figure out why that's happening yeah i don't know also, what? Why, why is John Wick in my Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of with. Yeah, it's like the opposite now, isn't it? He's more known. They for really that. should have written it where like he is just John Wick, because that's what happened. That's what's happened post Matrix, and he's just become John Wick, and like he's waking up in that universe to be back as Neo. That would have been a better movie. Yep. Or he was. Uh, is he Bill or Ted? I forget which one, but. Maybe he got right. like he got lost in time, couldn't get back, and he turned into John Wick. John Wick, yeah, I like it. Huh. Are you excited about this? Uh, I mean, yes, but not really. Like, I mean, I don't know even know if I've saw the third one. Where you got his eyes burnt out? I yeah, I don't even think I've even saw the third one. So. I mean, like, he was physically maimed and his eyes got burnt out with fire. So I don't know how he's back in this one. It's <laughs> kind of what hurts my brain. Okay. Well, that, it wasn't yeah. digital Neo. It was like physical Neo got torched. So why is he, why is he back? I don't get oh, it. Oh man. Yeah. And that's kind of where, what I'm worried about. Cause I, I haven't seen the original in a long time. So I think that would be fun to see. And that's probably still good. It's probably still yeah. kind of dated and really like that era, but from what I understand, the third one is really bad. The second one's not that great either. Well, the second one's just a fucking orgy in Zion. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, there's 10,000 people fucking. Let's <laughs> launch that for 20 minutes. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to put all that time in there and then watch the new one. And that one probably be also bad. So it's- <sighs> yeah, no, I'm kind of with you. It's like, man, it looks cool. But I think like the coolness has, has sailed on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, I really felt like they shouldn't have made the sequels. Like maybe if they had never made the sequels and like it was being revisited now, 
that would be cool. But yeah, I just don't see this being anything but a disappointment. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I think they just realized like it was the perfect time because Keanu Reeves is arguably like, this is probably his second biggest wave in his career, right? Like he's at probably the peak since 20 years ago and like 25 years ago in speed and like point break and all that stuff. Yep. So, but they might've caught him on the down ride because he, he, you know, cyberpunk. That's true. That's true. From, from all accounts, he's good in that, but yeah. Well, uh, there's still more John Wick coming, so he's yeah. been riding that train for a while. That's true. Did mm. you um, catch that Cowboy Bebop on Netflix? Yes. The live act. Did you watch it all? Yep. All right. What did you think? Because I know what the internet thinks, but what did you think? <laughs> and first of all, had you watched the anime, all of it or just some of it? or? Uh, so that's a hard question because... <clears throat> I think like most of us watched it on Adult Swim way back in the Correct. day. Correct. Yes. So it was constantly just random episodes. Yep. Which it, for the most part is fine. Like that there's no like ongoing <laughs> there's not much of an ongoing story in the anime anyway. So right. it was fine that way, but I think that's how I did most of it. Okay, I'm exactly with you. I think I've seen the majority of Cowboy Bebop anime, but not in any particular order, and usually drunk, eating ramen, <laughs> like uh, they were in the show in my dorm room. So. Yep, yep, exactly. Uh, so, I've and I and I've kind of gone back and started watching the anime a little bit more again. But um, yeah, my my plan is to go back and watch it all again, having watched the live action one. Yeah. Uh, but man, I I know a lot of people are not happy with it, not impressed with it, but I got to say it struck pretty much the right chord, I think, across the board. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I I actually don't understand people's dissatisfaction with it. I mean, I kind of get it to an extent, but the thing is, is like it stuck close to the anime. It deviated in some cases. Some of it looked incredibly cheap. Um, but other set pieces looked phenomenal. Yeah. The casting was great. And and here's the thing that I think people are missing is like there is this is for the segment of the popular. Well, this is for this is fan service, too. But like the main thing is like there are a certain number of adults who will not watch anything that is animated even to today, period. Right. And this is for those people. And they're going to be like, this is a great show because it, because also they missed out on Firefly 15 years ago, which is basically just this series. Yeah. Uh, but in live action. And that's all it needs to be. It's just a dumb, good, stupid, fun time. And yeah, I I fucking loved it. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what we were trying to figure out, too, because it's still like in the top 10 of Netflix most popular watch thing. It's yeah, like and everybody it, dogs on it. And I bet 99 percent of the people have no idea that it's based on anything. <laughs> You know, right. they're just like, oh, it's cool space thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, in fact, I got done watching it and I was like, man, I just want to go back and rewatch Firefly again. Like, I didn't realize how much Firefly had pulled from Cowboy oh, Bebop. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of that stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, what is it? Like 10 episodes, 12 episodes? I forget. Uh, I think it's like 20 some. And then there's a movie of the original well, anime. Oh, okay. But like the, the live action one is like 12 episodes. Is that right? Uh, 10. The, yeah, the Netflix care. one is just yeah. 10. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was really good. 
yeah, it just like oozes the style. There's just, there's just like yes. every frame of it. It's just like, this is just cool. Yes. All the people in it are cool. Yes. The places are cool. The actors are all smart asses. I, I'm going to piss people off, but like, what is, what's the main guy's pseudo name again? Fearless is Spike. Spike Spiegel. Yes. Yeah. God, Spike Spiegel. Why is, I'm sorry, listeners, but yeah, I thought. I was really skeptical of that casting, but like, man, he nailed that. And like, that dude's like, what? 50? He's ripped as shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm 10 years younger than him. I look like a fucking fat piece of shit. But yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, the casting I, for sure was the probably the best thing about the whole show. Yeah. And like that whole, they really captured like the noir vibe. They didn't get as much of like the noodle lovingness from the anime. Oh, which, yeah. <laughs> you know they they made a couple references to and it could have been amped up a little more but like yeah i i loved the whole vibe like it was like dark cd like noir like blues and you know the the sci-fi was there when you needed it but like the sci-fi isn't the point right like the sci-fi is just like the time context sort of yeah not even really but like it's just like an afterthought to like this cool detective drama my my biggest complaint probably though is um, the choreography uh, for a lot of those fight scenes is like, it's just kind of passable. It's not, you know, a lot of things do it better. Yeah. Um, but I guess that maybe isn't what you're there for, right? Like you're there for the, like the tongue in cheek, like smart ass stuff. So. Yeah, it was, it was good. I, so I'm a little bit of the spoilers of the end, right? Um, which I think if you've done any research, You've you've seen or I think a lot of people have been complaining about the end. Sure. Um, I was surprised that they were gonna have the girl in there, the last the Ed. Cause I thought that that character doesn't really work in a live action sense very well. Sure. And uh the way they, you know, marketed everything didn't have any of that in there. So I thought for sure they were just like, okay, that's the smart move to skip that. Sure. And then she shows up at the end straight, like hundred percent ripped from the anime, you know, just as like kind of annoying as possible is. <laughs> and it's like, Oh yeah, they're doing that. Okay. It was a good ending. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like a perfect ending. It's like the biggest, like unfinished, like, dejected storyline ending and like still kind of like, yeah, totally. I get it. Right. Yep. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. There were, there was some things like, uh, you didn't really understand the motives of some of the people at the end. They just kind of like flipped a switch and you're like, why are you doing this this way? And yeah. Or they like really like, there was some of that where they compressed so much of the backstory that like you had whole episodes just kind of like dedicated to backstory. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, you could have done it maybe better, like taking some more liberties. Um, I also didn't remember like the uh, lesbian love scenes from the anime, but maybe I missed that episode, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the internet's wrong on this one. I think if you don't, Go in with like crazy expectation. And even if you've seen the anime, if you prefer that, I get it. There's a lot of charm to anime, but this serves a good purpose. And like, it's a good, dumb action, sci-fi, space romp, comedy, drama, cop thing. Right. Exactly. I liked it. Yeah. 
and I'm excited to for season two because I think they'll have more freedom to do whatever they want. Because yeah. if if anything, this stuck too close to the anime. I mean, the the first episode is almost a hundred percent the first episode of the anime, like straight up. Yeah. So it's it's kind of crazy in that regard when you look at that and every other thing that's ever been like, here's an anime, let's make it live action has been complete shit. I mean, yeah. Avatar, the last airbender is like one of the worst movies ever. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, no, they did a good, they were smart with keeping like, okay, what's important? Like the music, like the, like all of like the key elements to like really pull that together. They like were smart and didn't fuck with. Um, oh yeah, for sure. It was really good. I, yeah, I really liked it. I'll probably go back and rewatch it. I pretty much binged through it in like three days. I just kind of had it yeah. always going. Yep. Um, I was even letting it play. Some of my kids were in the room because like I'm like, no, I just want to keep. I want to see how this is gonna go. <laughs> so like they probably learned some like pretty not great things because there's a lot of gory blood and guts moments yeah. in there. But yeah, the the craziest part is I'd love to see the stats though that like the the intro. It's like one of the most iconic intros and songs yes. ever. And, you know, Netflix has the skip intro button. I want to see how many people actually skipped the intro to that because. Oh, that'd be good. Yes. I I skipped it like every, I would let it play like every fourth episode. Oh, man. Because like I liked it, but like I skipped it a lot. Yeah, I would, I let it run every time. It's great. <laughs> it is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Great show. I mean, I thought. Yeah. I hope they pick it up for another season i don't know if they've said if they're not if they are or not but i thought i heard it was planned but you never know with netflix they're pretty like cancel happy so yeah well they kind of left it <laughs> in tatters to <laughs> there was no like yeah sewn up that's true story, it could it could be done there and like or it could just go in any direction from here so. yeah yeah i did think it was funny like the still insistence on like the smoking scenes and stuff too yeah because like smoking is very not cool in 2021 and like there's a lot of cigarette stuff but not as much as the anime i guess yeah the anime is just straight up like i can't deal with the situation until i have a cigarette type thing you know? <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so yeah. what else you been up to um so I've heard a lot of the uh, good things about this game called Inscription. All right. Which is a card game on Steam, much in the way of Slay the Spire and a lot of these other, you know, build your deck as you go type things. But this one, did you ever play Pony Island? No. Okay. I, it's, it's, I don't even know how to describe that game. That's a weird, another weird ass game, but the guy that made that made this and man, it really, really goes places, but the core game of the cards I think is pretty good too, but yeah. it kind of takes a backseat to everything else, to the story, just to the vibe, but oh man. There's like it it flips the game on its head about three different ways so far. I haven't beat the game yet, but um yeah, the first I'll I'll say the first one is very much slay the spire. Then it turns into some crazy directions. There's 
uh there's a whole story about the guy you're playing as i think but you're watching actual real video of him and he's like pretending to be like a guy who opens Pokemon cards on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Yep. And you're like looking through all this footage that he shot on his camera. And it's okay. just great. Cause like half of them are just like, fuck, I screwed that up. And he's got like started over. <laughs> and you know, there's even ones like where he's like, okay, guys, hi guys, we're out garage sailing today. And I found these cards at this garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds you know, familiar. He's in his car recording. You know, like, yep. So that it's, it's got some, some good stuff in there and yeah, I, it, it's really good. I, I, I would recommend it. Although if you're not into the card game, I think it, it would be tough to get through, but maybe just watch a let's play if that's, that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. So is it like pixel art or like 3d or what's the vibe? <laughs> it changes. So the oh, first okay. one is 3d. The second one is, uh, is kind of gets into pixel art. That one has more of like a Pokemon Game Boy Color TCG okay. vibe to it. Um, and I guess I won't keep going into what it turns into after that. But yeah, it it's it's really good. And, you know, the game itself is cool because it's based, you know, most of those games are like, here's your life, you know, or here's a specific thing that you need to do to win the game you just have to okay. do this this has like a, a scale so you can do a lot of damage get ahead but if the other guy does damage it you know takes away from you so you just basically have to do enough damage to make the scale go all the way to your side okay which is i i don't know if i can think of another card game that does something like that, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, I've seen the dynamic, but not in a card game setting, you know, it's like in an attack base, like fighter or something. I've seen that, but yep, it's yep. an interesting like, concept. Yeah. And you know, like some of the things are like some of the power ups and stuff is like, take your tooth out. So like you take a pliers, you just rip your tooth out and put it on the scale just to get <sighs> another point, you know? So it, it does some wild shit in that game. And, uh, I am excited to see where it goes because from what I've heard, it gets even crazier at the end, but. Sounds interesting. Kind of reminding me a little bit of like, I've been watching some gameplay on that bum simulator on steam. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so I decided I'm going to buy it. Mm -hmm. I watched a little bit of it. It's basically like a low budget, like GTA thing, but you like wake up and you're like a bum and your friend, like best friend and companion is a talking grocery cart named Carl. And then he like helps you go. And it's a survival game. So you have to like rummage through trash and like eat crusty hot dogs. And then you go talk to like cra crazy pigeon ladies and unlock your pigeon powers. And then instead of having guns, like you Hadouken like pigeons at people to like take out rival bums oh, and wow. stuff. Yeah. And there's like a built in like piss button. So like you can just piss on anything you want. <laughs> it's and it's like delightfully entertaining in a way that it doesn't need to be for like this budget looking game so yeah i'm gonna have to buy that it, it just i laughed so hard in the 20 minutes i watched somebody play it that uh, it's good and you can like you can beg for money for upgrades like you go to places and like i'll do it but you need 10 bucks so it gives you a piece of cardboard and like you can draw whatever the fuck you want on the cardboard like walk up to people in the street with like the sign and like a cup <laughs> like either tell you to get fucked or like give you a few a few cents. I don't know. Like 
I, I gotta play it. I'll have to report back when I've actually bought yeah, it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I think it's coming to other consoles too. Right now, it's just on Steam. So, huh. yeah. You've uh, you've been modding some stuff. Is that, uh, uh, is that a plan- thing that I'm, happened? I'm planning to. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> this started because I got so I have I have a uh, arcade one up cocktail cabinet with yep. Pac Man and all that stuff in there. Um, I was made aware that they put up an update at some point that added two new games. So the same one you have. Right. So you can get like, okay. Ma- you can get Mappy and uh pack and pal, which I've never, I don't think I've ever even heard of that game. Pack and pal. I have on my like countertop Pac-Man. You one. do. It's a, that, yeah, it's not, the, it's not great. No, it looks weird, but uh, yeah. Mappy's good. Mappy's yeah. fun. Um, So then I'm like looking out, how do you do this? How do you supposed to update this thing? It's like, take the top off and take this off and get to the bottom board thing and, you know, USB and everything. And I'm like, well, I wonder how, how, how uh, hard it would be to just retropie this thing. (laughs) Right. Right. And when I first got it, it seemed like it would be pretty hard because you'd have to take the monitor out and pick your own monitor. But since then, it seems like they've figured out a way yeah. to just like control the L- yeah control the LCD. So yep. I did that, and then ordered that thing, and then uh, trying to figure out how to use the buttons with that, and then you find out how shitty the buttons are. And my cabinet's only a four way gate on the stick, so now I'm updating the buttons on it. <laughs> Nice. Really going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Just probably going to do the whole thing. So I'm not that far from you because, like, I've got a couple where, like, the uh, sensitivity on my Strider cabinet is very, and like Final Fight one is very bad on like a couple of the sticks. And it's like, well, I'm going to need to upgrade these because, like, yeah, it's just, it's shit inside there. Yeah. They're all like plastic. It's crazy Mm -hmm. that they, they did that. But, uh, yeah, it seems like it's super easy, you know, and like 50 bucks plus a retro pie, you, you got the whole thing in yeah. a pretty, pretty nice form. For sure. Well, and there's like companies now too, that just sell like the drop in stuff where it's like, <clears throat> they just do it all for you. And for like 250 bucks, they'll send you like the new control deck that just like plops in, everything's configured and like, yep. here's the cab I got. They'll do the artwork and everything. So it's like. You're a lazy asshole and want to spend a few extra bucks, you can do it pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty excited about, you know, a cocktail thing because there's oh, yeah, a lot of sure. co- lot of cool ways to play games cocktail. I saw when I was so speaking of Arcade One Up, I saw on Best Buy's website because they were offering like a hundred dollars off that <coughs> I didn't realize they'd done it, but Arcade One Up did a four player pong uh cocktail table, but they built it like pub height. So it's, it's like, like your, a circle, right? Yeah. yeah, it's like your table height. And I was like, man, that's sweet. It's not $600 sweet, <laughs> but that's pretty cool. So, yeah. I keep looking at all the ones I've got in my garage arcade, too, that, like, I tuck away for the most part. And, like, I've I've come so close so many times to being like, man, I should just hack all these off and just make them barcades. Because, like, it's just empty wood down there anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. My wife's like, no, why would you do that? I'm like... Cause I paid $50 for most of them. Like, I mean, I can keep the ones that I actually paid full price for intact, but the rest of them, who cares? Mount them on like a grid that like 
or like a hoist thing that like drops down from the ceiling and <laughs> yeah there you go uh, i don't know yeah that's well you'll have to let me know how that goes because if it works out well for you it's probably worth me picking one of mine and upgrading it yeah getting that all done probably galaga because yeah. i'd have to build my own control deck but i don't know maybe that's like, not the one to mod because the, the controls aren't there yeah that's the only thing i'll have to drill a couple more holes for um more buttons because yeah, I only have coins. yeah I only have three buttons, and then yeah one other button on top for player. So, so I'd probably be better off doing Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat because I'd have enough buttons for most of that stuff. Yeah, at least the holes it, for it. I don't know if I I still didn't get a like real straight answer on if you can use the stock buttons or if you have to get like your own harness and stuff. Right. Yeah. Which that stuff's not even that bad anymore because you can buy like those USB harness kits where it's like literally just plug and go. And yeah, it's 40 bucks to just get this like encoder and then you just hook up all the buttons to it and plug it into the Pi. It's fine. Nice. I still need to get my Pi set up working. Well, so I did get my Pi set up working over the summer and then I was like, Biff got me all fired up. I'm like, no, no. Like if you're going to do it, you have to do an arcade cabinet. So then like I started working on my cabinet build again. And then, like, I got to the point where I'm like, why the fuck do I want this in a cab? Like, I have nowhere to put this cabinet. Like, I'd already, so I'd already made the commitment, like, cut holes, fit stuff. Like, it's ready to drop in. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I really think I just want, like, my arcade, like, X, X arcade board, like, you know, control tank stick. I think I just want it behind a shelf somewhere. I'm going to wall mount the pie in its case on the wall. I'm just going to have it hooked into the TV because yeah. I just don't need it. Like I, I, I'm just going to build like a stand that I can put the, the arcade stick on when I want it out and then everything's ready to work. I mean, it's already working. I already configured it. So <clears throat> there's no need for me to build an arcade cabinet. That's going to not be as good as a real arcade cabinet. And I'm going to stick more money into that. I don't need because I'm going to play it like twice a year. Yeah. So yeah, that's true where i'm at so now my arcade cabinet again is back in storage <laughs> in a storage unit that i'm paying for this time so uh, yeah ugh. 30 bucks on that arcade cabinet shell i think i've had that thing for like five fucking years what a waste someday <coughs> no i so, want somebody so, to take it somebody someday, needs to get it out of here it'll just be back to original pole position I think what I'm going to do, to be quite honest, is because I like the pole position art and I like the Atari logo, I think I'm just going to take a skill saw to it. Oh, I'm yeah. just going to cut it out. And it's just <laughs> going to be like decorative on the wall in my arcade. So that's I mean, I spent twenty five dollars on that thing. I think I can, it's worth it. Right. I'll put some trim around it. It'll look nice. Yep. Just uh, like. Uh, mount the pie on the bottom of it too so you could be like oh, well there yeah. there it's just that's a good idea yeah <laughs> well i'm gonna keep i've got like this so i've got like the driving bezel from that that would actually be a pretty good like you could encase that and like some plexi or something and like have a light in there and then yeah have the pie inside that it would look kind of cool yeah maybe maybe i'll do that. that that sounds like a good plan so that's the problem with having other friends who are like avid collectors like they get you excited and talk you into things that like <laughs> You know better, but you get caught up in the moment. 
So much yeah. like this whole discussion about hacking arcade one ups, because now you got me excited for it too. <laughs> so hey, this all started because of them. I would have never looked into it until they said that <laughs> found out that they were updating their own shit. So that's the whole thing with them is like, I wish they would sell like upgraded units, like deluxe units that just let you buy additional ROMs for like, it could be a stupid amount, right? Like 20 bucks a ROM. Like, who cares? But it's better than like the overhead of like continuing to produce cabinets. It sounds like there's been a lot of backlash on the um, Simpsons one. Like a lot of people more so than most have not been really happy with like the $500 price tag on that. Not worth it. Well, yeah. I mean, the but it's to beat him up, you know, like it's a good game. It's a good beat him up, but boy, I don't know. Yeah. When you do it and the once bowling or twice. Isn't that good. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I did. So I had to submit my annual budget stuff to my boss. Let him know like what I thought things were going to cost upgrade, like platforms and like projects I'm working on. And then, you know, I had like, oh, monthly cost, annual licensing fees. And then at the very bottom of the list, I put uh, arcade, one up, NBA jam cabinet, one time fee, $400. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if we get that for the office. Somehow uh, I don't think it's going to happen. But. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that That's one I would still like to get is the NBA jam, but I just have not seen that thing for less than, well, we started the swap for what, $299? Yeah. <clears throat> But that's that's the cheapest. And plus, I'm not going to buy an arcade one up at a flea market in the middle of <laughs> middle of Wisconsin. We're, we're still in Wisconsin at that point. Right? Yeah. 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 That's uh, I don't know. I haven't seen them go on super clearance for a while now. No. So I wonder if Walmart's like, what are we doing here with this shit? Yeah. They're like, well, we lost our asses on this. So um they don't even carry them in my store anymore. <coughs> They'll have like the same three at our areas, which is like, there's usually two NBA jams, one or two. And then like that deluxe Pac-Man thing, which those aren't a good deal. Like they're not that much enhanced and like a couple more, like 25, 30 year old games is not, does not make it a better purchase. So no, I don't get it. I would like that Sega one though. The, uh, the outrun one. No, well, that one would be cool too, but the uh, golden axe one with death oh, adder would yeah. be really neat. Yeah. The outrun run would be fun, but I don't have room for that. I'm still holding on for that. One of their pinball ones, or actually probably not one of their pinball ones. I want that at games pinball that has the bring your own game. Mm, yeah. That I would like, but I also don't need that. So, <laughs> I don't need any of this stuff anymore. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm interested to see is if doing this pie thing, if it will extend play of that thing or it will make it be like, Oh, this is cool. I have everything. And I am too paralyzed to pick anything and I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. That is always like the problem, right? That's why those mini consoles are diseased. Cause like you hack them and then it's like, the world's at my fingertips and now, all right, that's fun. And then like, you're gone, <laughs> yeah. you know, I spent five seconds playing 300 games and now I'm done. So yeah. Yeah. That was kind of like how I got with that PlayStation 
classic hack. It's like, it was, I was really into it for a while, but then like when you go down that rabbit hole of like, I'm going to try 50 million games and it just kind of ruins it all. Yep. At least I feel like arcade would be a little bit better for that because that's kind of how those games are. Right. You know, and you haven't probably experienced a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's go. So when do you get the rest of the parts in? Uh, next week. So, okay. So we'll have an update for one fifteen. Hopefully. Yeah. Yes. There's some like stupid modes in there. Like you can play, uh, straight up like 1941 split screen opposite. So like half the screen is like long and wide. What? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of those games, what they'll do is they'll just mirror the image, you know, split it and then mirror it both ways. But that does it like sideways because it's a taller screen because it's a shooter. Okay. So it like splits the screen down the middle. And both of you, both sides are really tall. It looks really weird. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good, good way yeah, to play that. But. I don't think I'd like that at all. It's interesting though. Because it would be like. It's like six by like 10 inches then. Right. Yeah. That doesn't seem ideal. Yeah. Not at all. <clears throat> so I was listening. Um, I was listening to our three podcast, um, their latest episode and they had some guests on. I don't remember who said it, but like somebody, they, you know, they'll do like the random recommendations. <clears throat> and one of the guests had mentioned that they watched, they were recommending this uh, Vagrant Holiday YouTube channel. It was like, and he was like talking about how he like likes watching people do like bushcraft and like survival stuff. I was like, oh, cool. That's like the shit I'm into right now, too. So tiny house sort of shit. So I go check this thing out. And it's the most recent video on this channel is from like six months ago. And there's maybe like seven videos in total, not even maybe. Um, and most of them are from the year prior, but it is an amazing YouTube channel. So like, it's this guy, presumably early twenties is what he seems like. Um, and like it, it is exactly what the channel sounds like. He just takes money, goes to a foreign country, like only spending on airfare. And he packs like a fucking bug out bag and a military surplus, um, why am I forgetting the name of this word? Um, like rations and stuff like that, or no, like the bed. Why, why is this a struggle for me? Uh, sleeping bag. Holy hell. I'm retarded. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway. And then he goes to these countries and he'll go to like Mexico and like he straight up went to Puerto Vallarta and like slept in the jungle in his, and that's, that's what he does. He goes for like a week. Sometimes he goes, he's done ones where he goes to Europe. He's, he goes to like, 13 countries over like 40 days sleeps in like little pockets of like parks and things like, and then eats nothing but like hummus and baguettes. And then like, and he's just hilarious. Cause he just walks around like dunking on everything. Like he's just a sarcastic fuck. He's like, Oh, way to go. Fucking Japan. You fucking pieces of shit. And like, just, I don't know. Wow. It's like, it's hard to explain. And he just like, and then he does these like, videos which are just hilarious like his viewpoint and his sarcasm on stuff and like his his insistence on keeping it as cheap as possible 
is just amazing. And then he's like basically starving himself and like eating multivitamins that he packs from Trader Joe's. So he doesn't like completely die. But like he shows like his totals of what he spends. And like he'll be in Europe for like a month and his total cost is like thousand thousand eight eighty bucks. Like that's all he spends. <laughs> that's with like and the like, airfare and everything. Yeah. It's pretty Jeez. much just airfare and hummus. Cause like that's all he pays for. <laughs> and then I was watching the one and I forget where he was like Prague. Somebody ripped him off in Prague. Like he, Cause he, so what he does is like, he typically gets to a place, finds a spot that he thinks can be a reasonable stealth camp. And then he hides his main bag, like his sleeping gear and a bunch of stuff under a pile of brush, right? Like conceals it. And then I'll come back in when it's dark. And he was in Prague, I think it was. And his shit got stolen. He's like, well, fuck that. I'm not paying for a hotel. So then he's like videos himself going through hotels at like, I don't know, two in the morning and like, They'll like seek out like a utility room and like steal a bunch of like towels off of like a, a cleaning cart and then like hole himself up like in a utility closet or under a stairwell. And like it's just kind of wow. amazing. Like also when you think about that, you're like, man, I wouldn't have the balls to be in a foreign country and potentially be like hauled into jail for a crime. But right. he just gives no shits. It's especially it's I great. Mean, it's a YouTube video is not a good defense. <clears throat> A hundred percent, hundred percent. And he never shows his face. Uh, but yeah, there's like, I think there's no more than like seven or eight of these and highly recommend watching it. Like, I mean, earmuffs, like don't have your kids around. Like he swears like a sailor, uh, but it's all pretty good. I think he's, he did like a Mexico one. Um, he did a couple in Japan, a couple in Europe. He did a train hopping one that's pretty entertaining too because he almost gets busted a few times apparently he's like washington seattle based um so you know his world outlook um coming from that area is not great (laughs) but it makes it it makes it funnier so yeah totally check that one out yeah that's interesting yeah Other than that, I didn't play any games, I don't think, since last time we've talked. You're probably the only one of us who did. Yeah. I I mean, I'm still trucking with uh, Forza, too, but... Yeah, I still need to download that. I was really going to... I had every intention of downloading Halo last weekend, and then I was like, you know... I don't like the multiplayer and I really just want to play the campaign. And like, I'm three days away at this point. I'm well, I'm a week away yet, but like, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait till the campaign comes out. Yeah. That's kind of what I figured too. Like <clears throat> I didn't want to get burned on, you know, multiplayer, which is something I'm not all that, you know, I don't enjoy that much in the first place. So yeah, exactly. That was never, I mean, the couch co-op stuff was one thing, but like the online stuff was just, I don't have the reflexes for that shit anymore anyway. So yeah. Are you getting any further in Forza? Yeah, a little bit. I like I beat or I, I have all of the, uh, the, the whole festival is unlocked. I should say, which is, I guess that's the story mode. I don't know. I haven't hit credits yet. Maybe you have to do a lot more, but um, overall still, it's still good. It's the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. I know my boss has been playing that on his ex <clears throat> like a mid midweek or maybe it was beginning of this week. He's like, yep, I think I'm done with that game. He's like, I saved up as much as I could to buy the fastest car in the game. 
And I bought it off the auction house and I just like launched that thing like across the city, like 250 miles an hour. It's like, I'm good. I experienced everything. <laughs> like that's what I was there for. <laughs> yep. I was like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did the same thing. I have like one of the fastest cars and then there's like this airstrip that's like way up in the mountain or way up yeah. in the hill. And you hit that going like 200, almost damn near 300 miles an hour. And you literally like fly almost halfway across the map. It's like the jump is like 16 or 1700 feet or something like that. Yeah. And it just lands and you're just like, oh, it's just like a thunk. And then you just keep driving. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I look at that game the same way as I look at Microsoft Flight Simulator. Like, this is really cool. There's a lot here, but like, I've crashed into my house. I've crashed into my friend's houses. I'm good. <laughs> like, yep. I totally get that. Yeah. Like, makes perfect sense. So, yeah. I'll have to play that one. I've, I've never played like the Horizon games at all. Like, I've only played like the straight, like, strict racing Forza games. So. Oh, man. You'll love this way more. Yeah, yeah, I I suspect I will be in a Paradise Burnout Paradise fan. So yeah, even Paradise like still had roads. This is just like wide open anywhere, straight you up know? and dirt. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm sick need... of the songs though. Oh, what kind of soundtrack we got? Like butt <sighs> rock, like alt indie. They have like one rock station, and there's not a lot of good stuff on there. Um, what the fuck happened to like the 360 PS3 generation and even like last generation with the one of like Spotify integration? Like, why did custom soundtracks and like app add ins go away? Yeah, like, I wonder if that it's was like a genius. license thing. Yeah, maybe, but like, the I last... don't know if you're, br- if you're bringing your own MP3s, like, why can't I still do that? That's true. Yeah. The last one, I think, if I remember right, it had like uh, Groove Music, which was a Microsoft's version of Spotify. Oh. So that <laughs> was like one of the radio like stations. Zune? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could import your Zune onto Groove Music. And yeah. It uh, obviously is now dead. So they d- didn't replace that. Although I never used it on the old one, but at least that can was an option. Can we take a moment to at least respect the Zune for basically inventing Spotify and then failing to capitalize on it? Because <laughs> they did it like 20 years before Spotify. Yep. Well, 20 is a little, little much, but like 10 years before Spotify. I, I don't why I don't know why people shit on the Zune. I. <laughs> It I mean, I think as, you do. No, I think you do. Uh, you know, okay. The, it was I, like the Nokia brick phone in the age of like the Razor flip phone. Oh, I don't know. Like the hardware, I, I'll give Apple the iPod. The hardware was a little bit better, but the Zune was still sleek and it had way better software. iTunes. Dude, the Zune was like an inch. The Zune was an inch thick. Yeah. Well, I could kill somebody with it, I guess. But <laughs> And it didn't have the rounded edges. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, the interface was good. I'll give you that. And the $15 a month for all the music you can play and get onto your Zune, well, at least within their store ecosystem. Yeah, that was, was a good. great idea. I mean, it was Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I just have a vendetta against iTunes. I've had some really bad experiences with iTunes, and that's really yeah. soured me on a lot of <clears throat> Apple stuff. 
I feel like iTunes is basically like collapsed at this point, right? Like nobody, like that's not really a thing anymore, is it? Yeah, I don't even know. Do you even have to hook it up to do any of your shit anymore? To like, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I suppose there's Apple Music, which is like their Spotify equivalent, mm-hmm. but I don't know how that integrates into iTunes or what the deal is. Yeah, I never ever bought anything on iTunes. I was a true American and I went right to BitTorrent and I downloaded my albums and put them into my iTunes. Except you had that fucking YouTube video or album on there, I bet. Oh, you remember that shit? Like, surprise, here's a holiday treat. 12 (laughs) tracks of garbage from Bono and Friends. Gee, thanks, Apple. Forgot about that. Yeah, how cutting edge and cool is U2 that they drop a free album on all Apple products? Who got the money on that side, do you think? Do you think Apple paid... You too? Uh-huh. I guarantee you they paid a shit ton. Oh, man. But it was a lot like that rich asshole scenario where he paid like $10 million to not have the Wu-Tang album come out. But <laughs> Apple was like, no, we'll like we'll pay you this much. And like Bono's like, you know, we're probably not going to sell this many records. So let's do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll donate this to some charity that I like so you can write it off. You just need to let us use your yeah, yeah, yeah song on one of our iPod commercials <laughs> and burn that and everybody. Okay, deal. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I forgot all about that shit. I just remember waking up one day. I'm like, why do I have this in my phone's library now? Ugh. It's, yeah. it's still there. If you can log into your Apple account, I guarantee you it's still there. It's probably, I don't want to find out though. I think I have one, I think I bought one EP ever legitimately off of the iTunes store and it's still on my phone to this day because it carries forward when I log in. But I think it was all of like six bucks. It's how much money I invested in that ecosystem. Yeah. And I was fucking around with my Spotify thing today because like people were showing their like year in review or whatever. Like mine is like all punk rock. And then <laughs> number five is Bruno Mars. So like I messaged my wife. I was like, how fucking much do you listen to Bruno Mars? That Bruno Mars is in my top five. <laughs> like I've never listened to that shit. Yeah. That's but probably then, just because you, all the different stations and every like little mix always has Bruno Mars Bruno, in it. Yeah. And that's her go to is like when she's like listening to music at work and stuff or Whatever, working out, she listens to the Bruno Mars mix. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm sure it always starts with the Bruno Mars song. And yeah, yeah my was, number one listen to track was uh, Can't Keep Waiting, I think. That new single that came out from MXPX. Oh, well, sure. it's only been off for like four months. It's kind of amazing that's like the most listened to <laughs> track. But all right. Huh. See, I, yeah. I haven't checked mine, but I'm guessing there's a lot of like, kids music on there or weird Al and shit like that too. So. Yeah. Mine was funny. Cause like I, I've been listening to that. I think I've, well, I've talked to you about it on the podcast, but that talk show host album, like I love. So like, that's been like, that came out in like June. So like, that's all I listened to. So like my, my list was like, number one song was the single from MXPX. Every other track was like talk show host in order of how it's arranged in the album. <laughs> I'm like, well, this could go to like 13. It would be oh, all boy. talk show host. So, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I laughed at that. And then for some reason, a, a day to remember was like my second most listened to band, which I didn't even start listening to them until this year. Like I just, they weren't a band I was into and then I didn't mind some of their new singles. Then I started going back to like their old metalcore stuff and I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm actually really scared to, 
to check mine because I guarantee you my number one song is probably um, a song by Leonard Nimoy who, who uh, sings about Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> okay. It was a almost like a six month joke in this house that I would constantly turn that on. And I guarantee you, if you listen to it, you will be singing the Bilbo Baggins song for a couple days. It'll be stuck in your head. Is this off of like an album or what was this for? Yeah, way back in the day, like Leonard Nimoy thought he could sing. So, uh, I mean, if Shatner could sing. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's a song. It's pretty good. My my family does not my family does not think so, so I played it a lot. Just because it's funny. But uh that's I guarantee you that's my number one, which I should probably they should probably just delete my Spotify account after going through that data. They're just like, no, you're not a useful active member, so <laughs> delete. I was like, so my I was shocked because I was looking at the um I was looking at the total number of hours or minutes, whatever. And like, I'm only at like 5,400, like it equates up to like 90 like hours of listening time, which if you think about that over the course of the year, isn't that much, but it still said I was like more than like, I was above 47% of like average U S listeners. So that means like there's people that pay that every month that barely listen to Spotify at all. Yeah. Which is kind of shocking. I mean, a lot of people just, you know, probably the average people are just like, it's so cheap. I might as well just pay it to have access to it whenever I want, you know? Yeah. Instead of actually utilizing it. Yeah. I think probably a lot of people use it as their podcast platform at this point too, which I guess if I switched over to that, I'd probably listen a lot more, but yeah. I'm still like ingrained in Apple podcasts. It's just cleaner, I think. So. I don't know. But Yeah. It's hard to argue with 10 bucks a month for Spotify. If I just want to listen to something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I I could almost guarantee that they have some sort of, um, ad escalation. So the longer you're on the free plan, the, uh, more ads you get. Oh, so you're just, not paying. Right. So they'll just like slowly, like, let's make it a little bit more annoying. Let's make it a little bit more annoying. Yeah. Until they that finally was, get you. That's finally what got to me. Cause like when I was using Alexa and stuff a lot more too, I was just like, no, like I just want to listen to an album. Like, and I don't want to fuck with it. And mm-hmm. yeah. And like, there's times where I'm like, man, I really don't need to be paying that a month. But then you hit those months where like, you just need something on in the background and yep. pretty handy. Yep. I just wish they paid artists more, but you know, what are you going to do? Well, Leonard Nimoy got a check from Spotify this year. <laughs> I buy a lot of it's vinyl anyway. that I don't yeah. need, so I feel like I do my part. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he's he's when did he die? Like four years ago? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Was that's too bad there was never like a crossover album between Nimoy and Shatner. I think there's like a duet out there somewhere. Yeah. I you know, I bet. I bet Picard's the best singer out of all of them, though. He seems like he did, like, Broadway or something like that, so he could probably sing the best. Yeah. I can see that. He's my singing just, captain. <clears throat> He's the best one. Like, I know there's a lot of people that are, like, old school Star Trek is, like, the best, but, like, nah, 
like the next generation years were like they were the best like hands down i think so and the movies for the most part were better there's some questionable ones but there's a lot of questionable like old cast ones too so <laughs> speaking of that what happened to the new ones like they really pushed that hard and then what did they have three of them or two of them and then it just ended three i think and the third one was bad right i remember the third one being bad oh i think the second one was pretty bad I like the third one. I don't remember if it was bad, but can't remember them well. And I know the first one I really liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second one, they were trying to do a lot of like riffing on the old stuff, I think. And then it just got like, this is, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Was the, the second one with like the Borgs or whatever? No, not the Borgs, but the, um, I can't think of them. It's con. Like the Wrath of Khan stuff. And then, yeah, and they're like doing the world destruction stuff, right? Yeah. And the yeah. second one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I should rewatch those. I know I really got into it. Well, Paramount <clears throat> Plus, they're all those shows. That's pretty much what they are now. Yeah, I should watch that new series they have. And then there's like that animated one that looks kind of funny, but. Yeah. I think there's a kid's one now, isn't there? Like on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Probably Paramount Plus is like such a dumpster fire of a platform to pay for. Like I'm still mad that oh, I paid that's 30 right. bucks you for did. 12 months. Yeah. I, it was, I was like, it's so cheap. Like why not? And now I know. Cause like outside of like the SpongeBob movie and Clifford, the big red dog, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with that thing. It's just did you watch terrible. that? Yeah, we did. It's a good kids liked it. Yeah. That's kind of what led into the bad decision to pick up a puppy. So, Oh, sure. Yeah. They all seemed very enamored by the puppy. I was like, I'm going to be the cool dad. Get a puppy. <laughs> now I'm like, I haven't slept in three weeks. This sucks. <laughs> also, there's a bunch of shit in my backyard. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing that movie really didn't show what it would be like to really own a giant dog. No, no, there was not a lot of giant poops. I think there was like a pee joke somewhere. Sure. There's a surprising, surprising amount of like dog butt jokes in that movie, though. I recommend it. If you have kids, they'd like it. Okay. Minus the dog butt stuff. Hmm. Yeah. That's one of those movies that I feel like will be on Blu-ray in like a week. So. Yeah. Don't don't rush out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was the fun part too of like Black Friday and like being at my parents was like helping them set up yet another Roku device. (laughs) Because it's always like two hours of hell. And then my mom has like. Finally, after like the struggles we've gone through, she's finally like written everything down in a notebook. You know what she doesn't write down is the Wi-Fi password. So I'm like, what's your Wi-Fi password? And she keeps just reiterating the name of their Wi-Fi. I'm like, no, that's the name of your Wi-Fi network. What's your password? That's it. I'm like, no, that's the dumbest shit ever. If that's actually your password, which it's not, spoiler alert, you need to change your password because you don't name it the same thing as your network. So it like boiled down to like me losing my shit. And she finally had to like call my sister who was at work at the time to like figure that out. Like, man, the struggle is real. It was like, I would say it was a good 70% better than previous like exercises and frustration, but still. Why is that? Like I would prefer to help a stranger that is just as bad. Yes. And just as tech illiterate then help my parents do it yes and i don't know what it is about it it's just no i go from i go immediately from fine to like 
pissed off and like wanting to strangle somebody. Like, like it's 110. I'm 110 miles an hour right away. It's so bad. <laughs> just, just the whole password thing. Like, no, it's that. I'm like, no, it's the name of your network. <laughs> like, what is your luggage code? One, two, three, four, five. You're stupid. <laughs> Uh, but I didn't kill anybody and we got to figure it out. So family bonding, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm I, sure I'll get to do it all over again <laughs> in Christmas. <but laughs> like I set up my parents Roku and put in all the passwords to all of our, our services so they could go on all of those things. Yep. And like a year later, I was talking to them about, Oh, you should watch this. They're like, and I told them what it was on and they're like, Oh, I don't think we have that. I'm like, yes, you do. It's on yeah. there. I'm like, Oh, th- those, we don't click on those because we don't have those services. It's like, Oh my gosh. Oh, this whole year you could, <laughs> you could watch whatever That's you want. Exactly. What happened with my parents too. Cause my mom was paying out for like Hulu live. Cause they wanted more like football. I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, do like the ESPN stuff not work for you? Like, well, we don't have ESPN. I'm like, Yes. You do have ESPN plus because I signed into it on your TV for you. You've had it this whole time. (laughs) The exact same conversation. Here's the other thing too, is like, I love Roku from like a ease of use and like platform thing. Like, what is it that, cause you create a, you create a a profile, right? So what, what is the differentiator? Because you'll register a new Roku device and like, only it's hit or miss. Like I feel like 50% of the apps remember you carry it forward and like you you're logged in. You don't have to redo it, but then like Netflix and Hulu, like they're always shitty and you have to like reactivate on every device. I'm like, I wish they could figure that out. So it was just like, Nope, here's my profile. Just let me in. Like you do on every other damn thing I have from you. Yeah. It must be like a Roku thing, right? Like probably the platform holder. They probably have device limits on, how many things it can be installed on yeah. be my guess, but it's frustrating. I think Roku, like they're in a big fight with Google. About? Um, so the, Roku wants like a percentage of any subscription that's signed up through them or whatever, you know, just like Apple mm-hmm. and just like any of those places and you and Apple didn't, or uh, Google didn't want to do that with YouTube TV. <coughs> so, uh, they, Roku kicked YouTube TV off of their platform and then YouTube nice. TV just integrated it into the regular YouTube, YouTube app. Yep. So they were pretty pissed off about that. And I think even like new Roku's don't have YouTube on them now. I think that's what I heard, but maybe that's not the case. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, well, like, I mean, Roku is going to have a fall from grace, right? Cause like they are, the streaming masters right now. Like they've got the biggest platform, like the ease of use is there. Like you compare that to a fire TV, like not, it's not even comparable. Like right. the, the interface is so much better and like the penetration is so much better, but like eventually like, cause uh, yeah, they're getting to the point where they're like, no, we're, we're, we're the cable company sort of thing. Right. They're trying to pull that shit. And yeah, somebody's going to come and like knock them down. And I feel like that's coming soon, but yep. that said, as a user, I very much appreciate what their platforms do. And they run on like the worst amount of bandwidth too. Like the fact that like you can have just a shit internet connection <laughs> and still stream stuff like pretty well is kind of amazing. Yep. 
The one thing I do hate about them is sometimes they, their ads are just like, they have like the scariest, creepiest ad that do you turn on the TV and it's like, come on, I have kids. Like, yeah, you, there's, I don't think there's any setting on there to change uh, something like that. You can go in and turn a lot of it off. You can turn off the recommended and the featured, but yeah, you can't completely em- eliminate it. That is true. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look again to see if I have it all off, but. I also recommend turning off the um, rest mode because like it's a power saving thing. But like if you don't turn that off, then like when you turn on the device, it like doesn't load in just like instant on. So it's always like running in standby. Oh, sure. Because I used to get pissed on like some of the devices we had that didn't have like the Roku integration. And I was still using like the boxes, you know, you turn it on. It would take like 30 seconds to boot up. And if you turn that feature off, it just fires right on really so, huh yeah so i recommend that sure i think on the tvs it doesn't matter i don't think because they're like yeah. always doing that anyway but i think mine so i the one roku box we have that's not in our tv we like the power the tv powers it so yeah so it's so always yeah. going <clears throat> so you'd have to have the tv on whenever the tv's on then it's on but yeah Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because it just runs off the TV's USB, you know? That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. In that case, you'd be hosed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have way too many Roku devices now. Well, they're they're so cheap now. Yeah, the Black Friday deal at Walmart was like 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> and like, it was their crappiest version, but like, if you spent $10 more at Best Buy, you could get their 4K one for like 25 It's like... Just have a couple laying around like you know like i i definitely have at least one spare in my house that's a 4k one and i've got how many tvs one two six i've got six tvs <laughs> with roku built in between my garage and my house so yeah uh, i'm addicted to roku do you have one on Can your ever- C- get get a crt with it on it too oh man great. that's the way to do it yeah if you buy that cheap one from walmart you can i think Maybe they eliminated it finally, but they used to come with just AV cables and they wouldn't even give you an HDMI, but I think now it does come with an HDMI. So that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. They're handy. I mean, I use that thing out in the backyard when we do uh, outdoor movies in the summer. Cause it's like, I can connect to my Wi-Fi and just hundred buck. And Oh yeah. It's the way to do it. Pretty soon they'll just like chip us in the back of our skulls and it'll just be like a Roku that, cast it under your eyeballs right that's where we're headed yeah and then you have a nightmare because the ad that they played (laughs) yeah i didn't need to see the trailer for the new paranormal activity this is terrifying yeah uh anything else that's all that's all that's going on this week i think it's an episode we need to we gotta get biff back on here and finish up the uh whole smash throwdown yeah also it's probably long overdue for a byron burn when's the last one we've done oh man forever it's been a while it's been a while oh it's gonna be stuck <laughs> in my head <laughs> well without biff you want to take us out yeah so uh <clears throat> we'd love to hear from you send us your emails to weekend rental pot or weekend podcast at gmail.com right 
No, Recon Rental? Mm, I think it is Weekend, weekend Rental. Okay. Let me check. Yes, it is Weekend Rental Podcast. We're, we're very good at this. We, we know all we'll our stuff. We'll get it in the next 114 episodes. So. Yep. We should just, uh, should just have uh, <clears throat> Biff's on a, like, soundboard here. And just do his outro. Um, yeah, it is amazing that we've talked about doing like a canned recorded outro for like, I don't know, 70 episodes now. We've still just never taken the initiative to do that. That's because we've never yet to nail one yet. We haven't <clears throat> done a perfect one to can yet. That's true. It's true. Um, but we'll, we'll try it again. Uh, if you uh, want to reach us by email, you can... Reach us at weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, not Instagram, and certainly not TikTok or anything even newer than that. Um, but I think that's going to be our show. So please be kind. Rewind. middle of the earth in the land of Shire lives a brave little hobbit whom we all admire with his long wooden pipe fuzzy woolly toes. He lives in a hobbit hole and everybody knows him. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, he's only three feet tall. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all.